0: Should we expect another Bitcoin price drop? Cardano's sharks are circling Cardano tokens, and Aave wants to bring out a new stablecoin. That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we will talk about Bitcoin and Ethereum, of course, and then a quick look onto Cardano because some interesting uh, developments over there in the Cardano ecosystem. And then at the end, we'll also quickly discuss Ave. As always, make sure that you are not missing out on the new coins that you can trade on Swissquote, such as ApeCoin, Audius, Chili's Engine, Hedera, and Decentraland, which are now tradable on Swiss quote but first let's get started with this new story here on cash.ch and specifically this questionnaire uh, asking people whether they are crypto anxious or not and they ask people kind of what their opinions on cryptocurrencies are kind of sponsored more or less by Bloomberg the MLIV pulse survey so 24% of all retail investors are saying they are all a garbage. 27% are saying open-minded but skeptical. 22 skeptical but involved anyway. And 23% are saying cryptocurrencies are the future. So a bit undecisive on the retail side. If we're talking about professional investors, however... The picture looks different. We're looking at open-minded but skeptical with 32% on top. And then the cryptocurrencies are the future is 26%. 23% are saying skeptical but involved anyway. And they are all garbage only by 18%. Now, interestingly, Bitcoin maximalists, not a lot. Just 4% on the retail side and just 2% on the professional side. And of course... These days with the price action that we've seen, a lot of people are more skeptical than usual. For example, this article by CNBC, Make It, is also saying Bitcoin was supposed to be a hedge against inflation. Here, it why it hasn't worked that way. And interestingly, it says here with crypto, the extent of price volatility is so significant. It's very hard for me to view it as a long-term store of value on Jolly Jarivala. Certified financial planner and founder of FIT Advisors tells CNBC. Jariwala says that crypto in general is a new type of asset that doesn't yet function either as a sought after commodity like gold. And we'll talk about commodities in just a second or even as a currency because it's not easily exchanged for a good or service. And that's actually true if you look at the industry as a whole. A lot of the cryptocurrencies are not really used in daily life. You cannot really properly use them as a cryptocurrency. And even if you have to use the biggest cryptocurrencies and as a store of value, it's a bit unsure because of the price volatility, of course, that's been going on in the industry. Now, before we jump into the idea of whether cryptocurrencies are counted as commodities or not, we have to talk about kind of the major story of this week, which is Mt. Gox creditors inch closer to repayment as Bitcoin dump looms. Now, interestingly, Mt. Gox has been a cryptocurrency exchange, actually the first cryptocurrency exchange in around 2014 and has since imploded because they couldn't handle the load. There uh, were some hacks that happened on Mt. Cox as well. So a lot of issues in and around the cryptocurrency exchange that almost killed Bitcoin and the entire ecosystem. Now, a lot of people have lost money, and of course, a class action lawsuit was filed against Mt. Gox, and this has been going on since almost 10 years. So, we're talking about eight to uh, nine years now in total of all the people who, in total, have held. 142 000 bitcoins in this kind of japanese trustee because mount gox was actually established in japan and now the interesting part is the trustee is currently restricting creditors moves ahead of repayment however The trustee will also make sure that people are actually receiving not only Bitcoin, but also Bitcoin cash because the fork situation also happened during kind of the Mt. Gox downtime. So it was essentially not just the Bitcoins that were lost in the class action lawsuit, but also all the coins that were more or less airdropped to all the Bitcoin holders from back then in form of Bitcoin cash. So very interesting developments. And of course, the market is reacting a bit anxious regarding this 142,000 Bitcoins because a lot of people are expecting another price dump when it comes to Bitcoin. Now, 142,000 be not able to tank the market, But the sentiment around kind of 142,000 Bitcoins coming onto the market is actually bad enough for people to start selling. And that's, that's also why we have kind of seen a smaller correction in the last couple of days. Now, it looks like they are not able to sell their Bitcoins beforehand. Probably a lot of them will either hold the Bitcoins or sell them completely because I think they bought around 2014 so and even a bit later sometimes. So they are already in the very green if they are selling their Bitcoins at around 20k right now. So I would expect some people to sell, but I don't expect all of the trustees to sell immediately. So technically, we should still be good. But again, it's more the sentiment around people dumping their Bitcoins onto the market that could be viewed as negative. Uh, Let's talk about an interesting statement from Michael Saylor. He's saying Ethereum is obviously a security. Now, in the last couple of weeks, we've heard Gary Gensler, for example, talk about Bitcoin and he was looking at Bitcoin as the only cryptocurrency that is pretty sure a commodity, he didn't give us any comments on the other cryptocurrencies. So a lot of speculation around Ethereum has arisen. Mainly, people are saying, "Well, Ethereum was a pre-mine, so all the coins have been mined in advance." Additionally, there was a so-called ICO for the first time in form of Ethereum, and that. Plus the network has had many fundamental changes over the years would technically classify it as a security. Now, of course, That could have major implications, not only on the Ethereum price, but also the NFT markets, the DeFi markets, and so on and so forth. So the MicroStrategy CEO, obviously a pretty big Bitcoin bull, is saying that Ether is obviously a security. So he has mentioned that together with other senators, but also, as I said, Gary Gensler, who technically only listed Bitcoin as a commodity, and commodity would technically also mean that in terms of regulatory stuff Bitcoin is safe and the others aren't but again Gensler's com- comments on kind of the other cryptocurrencies weren't as clear so still we are a bit on un- unsure when it comes to these statements and I would still say that Ethereum is not really necessarily a security and I would still expect it to be Bitcoin and Ethereum labeled as commodities and other cryptocurrencies that had ICOs after Ethereum could potentially be securities, especially if the SEC wants to make a kind of Big case out of some of these ICOs that has happened in the past, so I would expect it to happen once again. The big question is, of course, who is in charge? Is it the Commodities Futures Trading Commission, so the CFTC, or is it the Securities and Exchange Commission Commission? the SEC and depending on who is in charge that could also mean more new regulatory pressure when it comes to Ethereum and Bitcoin. But generally if we look at the Bitcoin price I zoomed out here and very interestingly we have again a range bound development right now and we've almost reached the kind of lower bound of the interesting part of the range so around 18.2 maybe 18.5 so technically you could still trade this and I've mentioned this a couple of weeks ago that the range here could be quite interesting an interesting range that we have experienced here for example in may as well before it kind of came crashing down so this kind of trading range could have been quite interesting especially if you are more conservative trader this is a more safe environment for you to trade however in this case still unsure we have mentioned mount cox potentially dropping a bunch of bitcoins onto the market so that is still a bit of an issue Let's talk about Ethereum. Very interesting news story came out regarding Ethereum because the stakers that are betting on Ethereum's big upgrade, which is of course the merge, are currently underwater and a new report from glassnote came out that a lot of people have actually bought ethereum at around 2390 us dollars so that's around the average price of people who bought and deposited their ethereum onto the beacon chain and that essentially means all these people who bought at 2400ish us dollars are expecting for the price to go up after kind of the merge. So that could either mean there will be an upside pressure and the price will actually continue to rise or it essentially means a lot of people are currently holding a loss of around 55% and that could essentially mean another correction also for Ethereum because you don't want to bank any more losses when it comes to this Ethereum trade. Looking at this, we see a very, very similar picture, essentially this range with the absolute bottom of around 877 and here kind of the local top of around 1277 here as well. So I would say This again a very interesting range to trade so I would expect this to drop at around 1020, 1030 and then kind of bounce back off and then I would say it could actually break 1284 US dollars as well. So could be quite the interesting trade here when it comes to Ethereum. Uh, Again, the merge will be very, very exciting and it looks like we might actually see the merge happening at around end of August because right now the last testnet is being prepared. So after this testnet makes the merge complete, we could probably see the merge happening and around august but talking about the merge or let's say talking about a major kind of hard fork cardano's vasil hard fork is also settled to be released at around end of july or maybe beginning of august and what we're seeing here is is that the Cardano sharks are in buying spree. Now, what is a shark? Usually that's a holder of around 10,000 to 100,000 ADA tokens. And what we are seeing here is that these addresses that hold between 10 and 100K have been accumulating in the last month, probably in anticipation of the Vasil hard fork. The big whales, however, so 100K to 10 million these are staying still flat. So they are not trading this Vasil hard fork as a kind of buy the rumor, sell the news event. They are staying on the sideline here, but the sharks are definitely circling around Cardano. Now looking at the chart of Cardano here from another trader we can see here we are seeing declining volume. We are seeing the flag kind of potentially going down to around 31 cents. So this could actually mean that this here at around kind of beginning of June was just a fake out and the flag is still in play. So technically we could see a leg lower when it comes to Cardano. Quite an interesting trade especially if you're looking Looking at the Vasil hard fork so this could be an interesting trade for you. Now moving on and we're moving on to general crypto news but also in combination with Aave. Celsius the centralized finance exchange and provider in the US has actually paid off 20 million US dollars in Aave debts. They had a lot of kind of different debts in, term, in terms of WBTC, so wrapped Bitcoin, they had a USDC that they needed to pay down. So a lot of different credits, which kind of cost also Celsius to stop withdrawals of their customers starting from 13th of June. And they actually paid it down. So 20 million in USDC have been paid to Ave. So technically that means Celsius is now in the clear, meaning also not any Bitcoin price could potentially bring Celsius position to be liquidated. Now will Celsius still file for chapter 11 bankruptcy? We don't know. It happened to Voyager Digital last week so Celsius is not completely in the clear yet but it's actually looking good and that in turn is looking good for the industry. So this kind of smaller pump that we've experienced over the last couple of days was major the major reason behind that was essentially Celsius which again has paid off their 20 million US dollars in debt. Now, talking about AVE, a very interesting news story came out of AVE. They are planning to launch their own stablecoin. There is a new change request, they're calling it the AVE request for comment. So an ARC is technically this governance proposal. And there they are suggesting. A kind of stable coin called Ghost with the short uh, form of G H O. And Ghost's idea is to be a very similar stable coin as DAI is. So, not a completely decentralized stable coin, but more of a collateralized algorithmic stable coin that is behaving very similarly to DAI and MakerDAO. So, we're seeing this kind of being voted on could be quite interesting. So we're looking at category decentralized and collateralized but again not algorithmic. So it could be quite an interesting development if the Ghost token should come out of course because people will then only trade the stablecoin on the Aave platform. It could bring more competition, ideally more innovation and it could also mean that investors now have multiple decisions to make when it comes to stablecoin. They can either go for the Centralized ones such as USDT, Tether or USDC or they can go for the decentralized ones ideally such as DAI, D-A-Y or and or GHOST which is a G-H-O. So quite interesting again does come with specific risk and if we're looking at the Aave price it broke here out of this absolute bottom that we've mentioned a couple of weeks ago, kind of the November 20 bottom, which is quite interesting. It has quickly touched it, even went a bit lower than that that bottom, kind of went back up then corrected down and now printing higher highs, which again is very positive. So Aave again comes out of this crisis as kind of the major DeFi platform together with Curve and others, but I'm still seeing Aave to go a bit more higher, especially if they can bank on a stable coin. That was it from the Crypto Market Talk this week. Make sure that you subscribe to not miss any other crypto news. I will see you in the next one. Have a good one.